Hello. Welcome. I'm sorry I'm a little late today. Um, World Cup and all that. But um, uh, I, today I'm talking about overcoming the challenges of infertility. A lot of couples um, uh, find that after some a few years, um, children have not started to come. So how do we overcome the challenges of infertility? Um, according to World Health Organization studies, uh, nearly one in every six couples, that's 15% of couples worldwide, suffer from infertility. Uh, and then the figures for Africa are thought to be higher than the general figures for, um, for the rest of the world. Now, about 50% of women aged between 24 and 49 in sub-Saharan Africa suffer from secondary infertility. Um, and, and, and then uh, men are responsible for about 50% of the cases of infertility. However, unfortunately for African women, in Africa, it is, uh, in African culture, it tends to be the, um, the woman that carries the stigma for infertility. It's, it's the woman that is thought to have failed if a couple uh, are childless after um, a, a period of time. Okay. Um, again, this is a major problem um, in Africa. Uh, it's so important that, that people are, have children. A, a, a couple uh, uh, feel they have failed if after a few years they are unable to have children. That, that's not the case, but this is the way that the thinking generally is uh, in, on the African continent. Um, one of the first things that, that I would suggest in, in the quest, in the journey to overcoming um, infertilities first, couples should have an active prayer life together an active prayer life together. Um, this helps to build their faith together. Together you're building your faith, together you're receiving direction as to what to do. Um, so, so the first protocol is to pray and to pray together so that together you, you know, you, you're gonna have children together so pray together uh, and just deal with uh, the whole situation as a couple don't try to take individual steps to deal with the situation um, now intense pressure is often mounted on married couples especially from family um, the day that you're marrying in, in most African cultures on the very wedding day people are um, making signs of the baby in nine months so you expected to come up with a child um, almost as soon as you've you've gotten married and, and this um, pressure contributes towards the stigma of childlessness and, and in a sense this pressure also in a way can contribute towards infertility itself okay um, because um, you're under pressure the infertility can also be a result of stress, anxiety, worry, 
and, and, and the pressure. We've been married six months, no pregnancy. Uh, it begins to tell. So, so not only is the pressure a source of the stigma attached to infertility, the pressure can also cause uh, uh, the infertility as a result of the anxiety that it can cause. Um, childlessness can put a strain on marriage. Um, so couples need to be totally open with each other to prevent the seeds of mistrust being sown. Um, but what, what invariably happens is that um, the, the, the couple um, are not able to have a child. Uh, people start asking questions, especially members of the family. Is there something wrong with him? Is there something wrong with her? Um, um, and and um, these can begin to sow seeds of discord amongst the, the couple. So um, um, it's important to, to, to be able to be totally open and uh, plain trust, uh, trusting each other. The first protocol in, 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 in dealing with infertility is healthcare. Okay. What is your health? Okay, there are many things that can affect infertility, uh, that can cause infertility. Um, sometimes people have made poor sexual choices along the road. And so the poor cho sexual choices you made before uh, may very well begin to become a problem later on. Uh, uh, sometimes um, an abortion. An improperly done abortion can be the source of infertility, sometimes sexual disease. So, so I, I, I really don't want to deal with what has gone before, but um, healthcare is very, 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 very key. Um, um, and now, God's desire is clear: there shall be none barren in the land. God does not want anyone not to be able to have children. It doesn't want uh, infertility. That's not God's plan for anyone. Sometimes it could be a consequence of poor choices that were made in the past, and many of these poor choices can be overcome. Um, it, it does not necessarily mean that because you made a poor choice that you are stuck with it. There are remedies to some of the choices. But So the first thing a couple need to do is to check out their health. And I think here, um, when I say general health is important, um, you know, you 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 need to check out your your physical health, make sure that there's nothing unhealthy. But then also, especially your sexual health, um, um, I think that's an important thing for a man. Uh, the most important thing um, is does he is he producing active viable sperm so so a sperm count would need to be checked um, for a man um, does does he have um, um, does he have any sexual dysfunction erectile dysfunction these are all important questions uh, for a young married couple these shouldn't be the case but but that's the first thing uh, the men should check um, their, their sexual health uh, the, the, the woman should also check her sexual health 
Now, for, for the woman, there are a number of more areas that the doctors would want to see. They'd want to know if she's ovulating. They would want to know if she is, uh, her, her fallopian tubes are able to deliver uh, the eggs at the, the right, at the appropriate time. Um, there, there, there are a number of things that, that could go wrong. So, so uh, invariably for a woman, um, uh, the doctors want to do a scan and, and check and see if there's any of these problems there. Um, now, having said that, if you do identify a problem, number one, God is able. God is able to heal every single condition of infertility. So it's, it's not something that is not uh, Im impossible. Nothing is impossible with God. However, there are many paths that we may, he may choose to use towards healing, such as through medical intervention. So immediate he hearing, healing. So let me say that again. There are many paths that God could choose uh, um, through which uh, there could be medical intervention. could be a path that God would choose um, using doctors. Um, he who gave them their skills, he did. Um, so again, God can, can do it by miracle. And, and what was there could just change. Um, so, um, as I said, both husband and wife should undergo uh, a, a test. Test, and um, there's a 50-50 chance that either of them could be responsible. Um, so, um, it's not just a, a, a woman's issue. It could just as easily be the man that is uh, responsible for the infertility. Now, where problems are de detected, it is reassuring to know that many of the causes of infertility can be medically treated. Okay? It, it is more comforting to know that divine intervention also works every single time. Okay? Um, if the doctors have no cure to offer for the immediate cause of inf infertility, there are still options that science can offer. Um, say, for instance, uh, a woman has blocked fallopian tubes. It's not the end of the story. There are things that can be done to open the fallopian tubes. Um, if the tubes are blocked and, um, um, you know, there's no hope of opening them, there are other methods of getting the egg and the, the sperm to fertilize. So... So it, it, it nothing is a uh, nothing is written off. Um, so doctors are able to increase the chance of conception. Um, then then there are some things that people may not consider, but sexual positions uh, that can make conception more likely. Um, many men, uh, especially young men, wear tight underwear, and this tight underwear could be damaging the sperm. Um, or could be making the sperm less uh, uh, active. Uh, so it's important uh, not to, to overheat. Sometimes men just put their laptop on their lap and the laptop generates a lot of heat. That could be the cause of your situation. Um, uh, so, so there are many things that can be done. Um, so those are some of the simple things to avoid. Um, now, IVF or in vitro fertilization, which which means a, a, a woman's 
tube is fertilized outside of the body. That's one of the most common interventions in today's age, um, where the egg is taken from the woman, the egg and the sperm are introduced to one another outside the body because there's been some reason, maybe blocked fallopian tubes. There's some reason why fertilization has not been taking place. It can be done in, 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 in a, a, a lab environment, and then the fertilized egg is planted into the, into the uterus, into the um, woman's uterus and begins to grow normally. So, so, so that can be done. Uh, in some cases um, where the uh, one uh, or the other is unable to have a, uh, produce an egg, if a woman is unable to produce her own egg, her egg is not uh, viable. Uh, another woman's egg could be taken and introduced into her uterus, so uh, with her husband's sperm. So the, the child that grows in her uterus is not from her egg, but it's grown in her uterus uh, uh, and it's, from, it's fertilized by her husband's sperm. So that, that's another option. Um, in, in some cases, uh, it may be that the man has a low sperm count, and so the woman's egg could be taken out of, the, out of from her ovaries, used, uh, to fertilized with another donor's uh, sperm uh, and so there's so many different options that, that can be used now the success rate for IVF procedures is about 20% um, and um, as I said it's used when the fallopian tubes are either non-existent or for some reason have been blocked and or some other reason the fertilization process is impeded within the body um, now, finally, where medical intervention cannot offer any solution, then there is the option of child adoption. And, and this, for a lot of people, is, is a road that they don't want to go down. And to be quite honest with you, I, I really don't see why. Um, if, 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 if a couple have been unable to have children, and, um, and adoption is a viable option, L let me put it this way. I've known a few couples who have adopted children and then after adopting started having their own children. So maybe God was just waiting for them to offer another child that had no home uh, the opportunity of adoption and then, um, you know, opened the, the womb for the, for the woman and she began to have children. So um, the reason I, I say adoption is a viable option, it's a good option, is that in, in, in Christianity, uh, we believe that, that when you come to Christ, you become an adopted son. You are adopted into the family of God. That makes the power, the, the spirit of adoption, such a powerful spirit. You're adopted into the family of God. Uh, you become not only an heir of God the Father, but a joint heir with Christ Jesus. You receive all the blessings of being in the family of God. And so I, I, I want to say um, adoption is good, adoption is powerful. A lot of the problems we have with adoption in, in African culture are really due to the fact that um, Africans are a little hesitant. Um, we have the fear of adopting somebody who has uh, congenital problems, um, um, maybe in some cases, madness was in the family, or we thought madness was in the family, or thought there's some, some congenital disease. 
Um, these are things that have often scared us from uh, taking up ad adoption. But adoption is a very natural and important choice. It's a powerful spirit, the spirit of adoption. And you, you, you make a child your heir once you adopt them. They get all the rights, all the rights of any child that you may subsequently have. They, they, they can inherit, etc., etc. That's a very powerful thing. Um, and, and it's given an opportunity to a child that might otherwise have had a very difficult life and the opportunity of parents to fulfill the dream of raising children. So it, it, it's a two-way street. You, you help the child, you help yourselves. Um, and, and just look at what happens to us because we're adopted into the family of God. We have all the benefits of, of, of Christ in our lives. Um, I've gone through some of the natural and medical interventions, so now I want to turn to the to divine intervention. Um, in Mark chapter 9, verse 23, uh, the Bible says that all things, all things, that includes fertility, that includes childbearing, all things are possible to those who believe. And our ability to receive from God is tied to our, our ability to believe Him. Our ability to receive from God is tied to our ability to believe him at his word. Um, God will always, without exception, keep his promises and deliver on his word. What cannot be achieved by human means is always possible with God. Uh, and, and so um, don't, don't abandon this as an option. In fact, you know, I don't even like to say an option. This is the first course uh, to turn to the Lord. Elizabeth, mother of Zechariah, was childless and had given up on having children when she conceived. When she conceived, um, why didn't she have children much earlier on in life? We only discover later on when the angel tells her husband the importance of the mission that the child that she would have would have. Uh, her son was going to be a forerunner for Jesus Christ. Um, he was going to to make the way, prepare the way for Jesus. Um, and Jesus came in the fullness of time. He came at the perfect time. So his forerunner also had to come at the perfect time. So just stands to reason. Um, you know, this, this is... Um, sometimes you think you're wait. You're, you're waiting longer than you want to, but God has a plan for that child that that, that has to happen at the right time. Um, we look at Hannah. She had become the butt of Panina's jokes about her barrenness. But God gave her not just one child, Samuel, but he gave her children. After Samuel, she had other children. And you know the role. Samuel became the prophet uh, that God used mightily uh, in Israel anointed Saul for the throne, the first king of Israel, anointed David for the throne, uh, and, and was was very instrumental to God's dealings with Israel. So um, if, if whatever you do, ensure that you have a growing relationship with the Lord. This is where you will draw strength and succor from and receive direction as to which way you go uh, in the quest to overcome the challenge of infertility. And I say to anyone who's been watching this episode uh, that, that, that has been waiting on God for a child, that your time will surely come 
your time will surely come. Believe God, uh, take the practical steps that I've talked about, and your time will come. God bless you. Um, it's been wonderful bringing this episode to you today. Uh, please send your feedback, uh, get in touch, and um, uh, have a wonderful weekend. Uh, so until next week, Tuesday uh, at 4 p.m., stay mightily blessed. <laughs>